Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast. Our guest on today's episode of Imagine America Radio is Ed Shervilati with 401 Carrot. Ed is the president of 401 Carrot. Ed has a long list of degrees and certifications in financial services areas and more than 35 years of experience in financial planning. Recently, Ed created a new internet-based company solely designed to assist the new investor to better understand how to better and more effectively manage his or her retirement funds. The new organization, 401 Carrot. Ed is also a supporter of the Manage America Foundation and is helping the foundation help our scholarship recipients understand the ins and outs of saving and investment. Today's episode is the second in a series of podcasts designed to assist Imagine America awardees and Imagine America students. The first podcast focused on the overall need to start saving now and to start putting money away now and discuss the three-bucket formula with our audience. Today's episode is designed to go into more detail to fill in some of the blanks on the three-bucket formula. But today, specifically, we're going to talk about bucket number one. Ed, welcome to today's show. For the benefits of the listeners, could you very quickly summarize the previous episode where you talked about the three buckets theory and outline your thoughts on that? Yeah, great. Thanks for having me today, Bob. Um, Yeah, so last, last time on the call, what we talked about on the podcast were we, we subscribe to a three buckets of money method. What it is is most people in the United States do not have complicated financial lives. Everything they own can fit into one bucket, but from your financial bucket to be successful, you just need three. You need a short-term fund for emergencies. Your long-term fund is your retirement plan. And after you've started to fund both of those, you can focus on your midterm, which is my favorite, which is your lifestyle bucket. Uh, and we'll get to that later. Um, so that's it, Bob. Three three simple buckets of money to fill, and you are can be successfully financially. Okay, Ed. Now let's get into the nitty gritty of bucket number one. Can we talk more about what is bucket number one? It's an it's it's uh, emergency funding. Kind of talk a little bit about what is that? What should you you know have set aside in bucket number one? Um, do you do bucket number one first and then you move to bucket number two? Let's explain the process of what bucket number one is and how to get started. Okay, great. Yeah, in the United States today, it's estimated that 60% of Americans can't afford a $1,000 emergency. And, that, and that's scary. Wow. So bucket number one is your emergency fund. And it's estimated and the financial planning world will tell you this, everybody needs three to six months of your household expenses set aside for emergencies. So again, okay. three to six months, right? So if you're, if you're, it costs you $2,000 a month to live, you're looking at 
you know, six to twelve thousand dollars, which which is scary. So we don't want to scare anyone yet. We want to get people started as little as five bucks a week. But that those short term emergencies are short term unemployment, short term medical, and short term natural disasters. And you say, wow, natural disasters? Well, we're living through one right now called a pandemic, right? So who would have ever thought once every hundred years? But to focus on those three of employment, again, medical, and disasters, throughout the country, the United States, I actually live in Florida, Bob and Lee, um, and so everyone here in Florida is worried about hurricanes. Um, you know, so we'll get a hurricane, and, and I lived through uh, three hurricanes in six weeks in 2004, and we were shut down for weeks. So the idea behind this short-term plan is, is to keep your plan in place. You want to be able to be paying your insurances, your health insurance, you know, your life insurance. Those are the most important because those keep your, they insure your biggest asset, which is your income, right? Because hopefully you're carrying medical insurance. We know that's a whole other topic. But that middle bucket of that medical insurance, right, um, if you were had surgery and you were out, you know, three months. Again, the same thing. You want to keep your plan in place. And God forbid you were unemployed. It's no different than the same thing as you want to get back up on your feet. And that, that money is there strictly for emergencies. So um, this so, is not, yeah, go ahead. So, so Ed, this is Bob, Bob again. Um, absolutely stunning. The 60%, 60% of Americans do not have a thousand dollars to to handle an emergency situation. So I'm assuming that that 60% of the people are relying upon government resources after the fact to come in and help them, I'm guessing. Would that be fair? Or a credit card. Yeah, yeah. That, that's if. That's if they can get those resources. I mean, we, we've seen right. that in this pandemic, how many people there was a snafu in their unemployment, right? Yeah. So they weren't able to get that. You know, God forbid they got sick. Uh, you know, we know a lot of doctors don't take you unless you have insurance, you know, so the whole, the thing is, is very scary. So that's why we focus on that short-term bucket first. Right. Okay. So that was going to be my next question, which is, you know, we, we looked at the overall bucket, the three bucket strategy we're talking about right now, bucket number one, which is making sure you have two to three months of your living expenses put aside. Uh, and that's what you should focus on doing first for financial stability. And making sure that you have that is really uh, going to help you later down the road, make sure that the rest of the, what you're doing stays on track. Yeah, so we, we like to focus on getting people, whether it's $5 a week, you'd be amazed if you're not in the middle of an emergency today, how fast that money will accumulate, right? $20 a paycheck, whatever the number is, and it get to a minimum of $1,000. That's the, that's, the, that's the goal. Get there and get that done as fast as you can. And at that point, again, you could worry about the retirement bucket, start putting there. But first is a $1,000 emergency to cover that, whatever that might be. If your car breaks down, right, you can't get to work. So you can see how all these things compound, right? Oh, yeah. You can't get to work, you lose your job. You know? so, so that is the thing is that we should be teaching kids in, in high school in grade school about saving for emergency that, that they don't even need to talk about anything else about investing, but that's right. number one. Yeah. I mean, the 60% honestly doesn't really surprise me that much just based off of 
you know, how much you really learn about uh, personal finance growing up. I mean, you don't, <laughs> you have to do your own research. You have to find this podcast uh, to learn about something like that. And to some people you might think, oh, this makes common sense. You know, why would you live your life without at least some, some money in your savings? Well, it's hard to do when you're living, you know, quote unquote, paycheck to paycheck. And so, I mean, it's difficult. Uh, and if you don't have the discipline um, to make sure that you're, and like you said, maybe it starts $5 a month or $20 a paycheck, or, you know, you start small, I think you'd be surprised, um, you know, what really is left over at the end of the month if you stop buying things you don't need and, and uh, maybe being a little bit more responsible. I mean, I know even for myself, it just, it is surprising once you get started, how much you realize, oh, actually, I could probably do a little bit more than what I originally planned if I just stopped doing this. Whatever this is, maybe it's going to Starbucks, getting coffee. That's an analogy. Pop. Maybe it's your Netflix. Netflix. Maybe it's your Netflix. Maybe it's, yeah, or, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. Everybody has their thing that they could cut down on. I, I can't remember who coined this phrase. It's like the cup of coffee a day is uh, costing you, you know, in the long run, more than just the 2 to $3. It's costing you compound interest on that 2 to $3 years down the road that you could have been doing with it. The opportunity cost of that cup of coffee is more than what people think about. But anyway, uh, getting back on track, this first bucket is really talking about doing whatever you can to set aside some money a little bit at a time to make sure you can cover a $1,000 expense. And then once you've got that, moving it to two to three months of your, uh, you know, your household expend expenses. And then once you've got that, moving to bucket number two which is retirement. Yeah, actually, we call bucket number three retirement because um, it's the long-term bucket. So it's yeah. short-term, mid-term, long-term. But So we want to fund oh, one okay. first, right? We want to fund one first. Start funding number three because three, if you're younger, to be successful, you just have to do a little all the time. And, and do, you mentioned compounding, which is amazing. So, so you can start checking off that third bucket um, right after the first one with just a little bit of money. And then one thing you talked about, and I don't want to scare people. I want to give them hope. This is a, this is a strategy that works, right? It, it's, it's a disciplined strategy. But what I want to do is, is that again, I mentioned early on when we were speaking, when we opened up about the, the middle bucket, that's the fun bucket. So we, we need to live life in moderation, including moderation. So, when I have a big weekend and spend a little more than I should on Amazon, because there's only two kinds of people in this world, there's spenders and there's savers. I happen to be that spender, right? So when I look back and I said, wow, I, I probably shouldn't have bought that, you know, exercise bike, whatever it was. I look back and I said, is my emergency fund either in place or am I working on it? Check. My retirement plan, is it, it well, I'm too young to retire, so I'm not there yet. But I don't have enough there yet either, but I'm working on it. Check. And then I can fund anything else in that middle bucket. And we'll talk about that, I guess, in future. But that you have some balance in life, that you enjoy yourself. This, this, we need to give people hope that this isn't a bad thing to save, yeah. right? We're not trying to cheat them out of, like you mentioned, the cup of coffee. Um, you know, I don't. I get get where you're going with that, and that, that's true. But, you know, we want people to enjoy life. Life's too short. I should like to say. We're talking to Ed Shervilotti with uh, 401 Carrot. 
Hey, Ed, this is Bob again. Um, very quickly, and I know that you do this so many times, you've listed, but just for the benefit of our, of our listeners, when we're talking about the three to six month household expenses, just off the top of your head, we're talking about rent and or mm -hmm. mortgage. We're talking about utilities. We're talking about food. We're talking about gas. We're talking about transportation. We are not talking about possibly cable TV, streaming services, and maybe additional cell phones if beyond what they normally would need, right? Am I right or am I missing something? Yeah, yeah. well, I, how to start, you want to build a budget, right? So you want to take your, and here's the thing is you want to take your checkbook and you want to look at, some people might never have balanced a checkbook in their lifetime. Um, yeah. Bob, I know you and I grew up balancing it once a month, right? <laughs> Lee yeah, probably has. I don't do that at all. I've never even used it. I mean, I maybe twice in my life I've used a checkbook, but yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. So, so the thing is, everyone should go through the checkbook and look at your top four expenses every month. You will know where you spend all your money, and then you want to build, like Bob said, is build up that budget for three to six months based on those major expenses your rent, your mortgage, your car, your insurance, your food bill, right? You might have to learn to cook at home instead of going out. Yeah. But but knowing that, um, and so think about it, if you were stuck at home and you weren't going out, right, you didn't go to work every day because you had a medical emergency, where would you save money? You'd probably save money on gas, right? You're not driving. Probably cook food at home so you'd save money on going out, um, you, you know, so those are things. So you you don't necessarily need your full paycheck that you make, but you want to make sure you're covering your insurances, the roof over your head, food, water, and shelter. What could you cut out of your budget? I always I always poll the audience. What can you just sit back and leave nailed it? You know, with the cup of coffee. What can you cut out of your budget to to get through those those three months or six months? You know, how many streaming services do you have today? How many? Because that's what the thing is. There's a new service out there, and I don't know the name of it, um, that actually will find how many streaming services and, and, and subscription services you have that you pay every month that you don't even realize you pay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't balance our checkbook. Yeah. I mean, you just start there. That's how you save money to, to put towards this first bucket. Um, you know, what are you spending the money on? Like you just said, how many people have gym memberships and don't use them? Oh, it's, it's the number one subscription <laughs> service. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, we're not saying you have to cut your gym membership forever. You can't go to a gym ever again. Uh, it's just saying until you have money in this first bucket, maybe you cut some things out of your budget. Right. until you can afford to live in right. that second bucket right. that we're going to talk about later on. Yeah. And it's just about getting you find stable first. I don't know. Is that fair to say? Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah no, that, that's perfect. I mean, you guys, you guys get this better than most. Uh, I, I, well, thank you, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know what a checkbook is. I've been is. beaten up on the side of the head many times on, on uh, personal finance. So I've learned uh, the hard way. <laughs> well, I always ask the question, Bob, is where'd you learn, you know, where'd you learn about money, right? And that's why we compartmentalize into three buckets because it's simple for me. I have to be able to, you can't make it complicated. And, you know, I learned from my mom, you know, but 
fascinating. I have family siblings that all learn the exact same thing I did. And they're just like my mom, they're savers. And I'm a spender. I don't know where I got it, but if I didn't put, take the money off the top first, you know, today you can go to your payroll company and they will take $5 a week out of that check and put it right in a savings account. It's convenient. It wasn't convenient years ago. It's convenient now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. If you can make it automatic, make it automatic because if I don't see it, then I don't miss it. But if it, if I see it, I'm going to spend it. (laughs) I got to spend it. Oh, absolutely. Automatic. Just make it easy on yourself. Make it five bucks a paycheck. You know, that's how you start. Just automatically put over into this, you know, this first bucket into a savings account. We've been talking to Ed Shervelati, the president of 401 Carrot. We've been talking about personal finance. This is the second uh, episode that we've had on this topic. Um, I would really urge any of the listeners that want to get more information on 401 Carrot to go to their website and or ours and possibly even listen to the first episode. Today's episode was, was establishing an emergency fund. Uh, we want to thank, really thank Ed for his time and the valuable work 401 Carrot is doing for coming on. Thank you for coming on today's shows. If you have any questions of Ed or 401 Carrot, we urge you to contact him directly or go check out his website, which has all the contact information on it. For more information about these podcasts, you can go to the Imagine America Foundation website, which is at imagine-america.org slash podcasts. We want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to join us today. Thank Ed for his time and just say we hope you have a great, great day. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts, and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.